0: Hey everybody, how's it going? ET here. You're tuned to the Japan Podcast. We're podcasting from the internets, the interwebs, the internebs, the interwebs, the internets into your earbuds and on your speakers of your personal computers and tablets and iPhones, sitting on trains, driving cars, exercise bikes, and whatever, but There's only one thing on topic for today's podcast, and that is anything that is related to Japan, Japanese culture, and yeah, that's what we'll say. Anything related to Japan or or Japanese culture. We like to hit the news, we like to give a little commentary and opinion, and a whole lot of other silly banter. That's what you can expect from this show. 10 plus years experience living in Japan, working in Japan, traveling in Japan. We got you covered. So sit back and relax and we will crank up this intro track and get down to business. Okay, so what is the topic of today's podcast? I think we're going old school. I think we might have covered this a long time ago, an episode, I don't remember what. But uh, basically, we're going to talk about how to save money in Japan. And um, the reason why I'm going to do this is because I was watching my good buddy, the Mexican Samurai, on the old YouTubes. And he had a little uh, Google hangout with a couple other buddies. Akachan, I think, and Rising Gaijin. I think Rising Gaijin is in Osaka or Tokyo. Akachan, Akachan, Akasan. Is as recently located, relocated to, recently moved. Not relocated, recently moved to Fukuoka, and of course the Mexican samurai is somewhere down in in the middle of Kyushu, I believe in Kumamoto or somewhere over there. So the the question that they were, their their conversation went on about how to save money in Japan, and I thought this would be a perfect opportunity for me to give my opinions, and um. Like I said, we've done this in, in maybe a couple of years ago, more than a couple of years ago. already. We did this in the first handful of episodes. The audio quality wasn't quite that great, and um, our experience as podcasters wasn't that great either. So I thought I would talk, tackle the tough t- blah, blah 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 I thought I'd tackle the subject again. So I'm going to give you know handful of pointers on what I think will uh, help you save money while you're in Japan, and some methods to some madness that, that I had and, and uh, discovered along the way. So first of all, living in Japan can be expensive. You gotta remember, you're teaching English most likely. You're hanging out with, with folks, dudes and chicks from around the world who are interested in many different aspects of life in Japan or they're just basically, people are just there to have a good time. They teach English just to get by, to, to generate some money. Some people are doing this as a career. Most people know. It's it's a couple-year gig. They want to come, have some fun, travel around Japan, get to know some Japanese people, the culture, things like that, visit some places, and they're done. They're out of there. Some of them have a little bit of um idea that they want to save some money. Some people want to spend everything they make. Some people are paying off loans. There's all kinds of people. But um, saving money... Um, it's always a good thing, no matter where you are. Some of these rules are universal, but Japan's kind of unique in, in certain ways. And um, I think I can give you some pointers. And I wish Anthony was here to actually help me. But for now, we're just going to have to do it off the top of my head. First thing I'm going to say is um, saving money in Japan starts with cooking yourself. Um Cooking yourself saves lots of money. Buying bags of rice, buying a big bag of rice. Rice is expensive, but it can go a long way. Uh, buying pastas and and actually loaves of bread are pretty cheap there. So saving money by cooking your own stuff. You know, I don't. I'm, I'm not gonna uh, go into diets and and uh, you know carbs and calories like that. We're talking saving money. So when saving money comes in, usually you're eating lots of carbs. So. I would recommend you always have a bag of rice. You always have some pasta ready to go. Uh you know, pasta pasta sauce, rice. Um you hit the supermarkets in the evening after about it depends on the specific supermarket, but the discounts start coming on after the after work rush. You'll start to see the, the 20% stickers. You'll see the, the uh the staff of the of the supermarket Slap on that twenty, thirty percent sticker. And and you know, things start to fly off the shelf little by little. But then slowly you'll start to see that fifty percent sticker the longer it gets into the night. Because Japan is all about this just in time delivery. And I think it was um I'm not sure if to- Toyota's actually the first people that they did it, or maybe it's just um built into the culture where they don't keep things around. You know, food is usually usually you know, they usually go to the supermarket that day, buy what they're gonna cook, and then you cook it. Because the housewife in the past usually didn't work the 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 husband, salary man slash work factory worker slash farmer would go do his thing and come back, and then the, the meal would be ready. So it probably um, rolls off of culture, but then Toyota kind of made it with manufacturing the the just in time parts would be delivered. The trucks will be right outside. When you, when they need it, the trucks are delivering it. So there's no need to have inventory and stuff like that. But, um... So that, I think that comes a little bit from that. They figure if it's... After 6 o'clock or whatever time... You're going to have to visit your supermarket at certain times. It's going to watch. After that certain time, the stickers start coming on. Because they don't want the stuff to be there tomorrow. They want to get rid of all of it. That's when... You, as a gaijin teacher, a foreigner, or even a local Japanese, you know, that's when you, you get your handful of change and you head down to your local supermarket and you purchase the stuff that is um, 50% off. And I believe it was um, Akasan. he pulled out some frozen stuff from his freezer and showed it on the, on the video. And he, he's brilliant. I'd never even thought about this. Usually I went there and grabbed stuff that was already pre-cooked or I I bought enough stuff just to buy for that night. But if you think about it, you buy a couple extras, you throw it in the freezer, that way you don't have to go to the supermarket every damn night. Though for me, after teaching all day, um, I kind of wanted to go experience normal life outside, like real Japanese life. So going to the supermarket was part of my cultural experience of living in Japan and fun, you know? It was just fun. You never know, you might meet a hot chick there might run into some friends or your students or, you know, just interact with people in, on a normal basis not teaching English, so. But yeah, definitely wanna put a little bit of stuff in your freezer, which comes from, um, comes to the point of, you actually have to know how to cook a little bit. I mean, you need, what do you need, a frying pan? It's nice if you have a rice cooker, if you don't, you can actually cook rice in a, in a you know, what do you call those things, like a little soup pot with a lid. You need a lid. You can look on the internet. That's probably ways to tell you how to do it. But I recommend the rice cooker, it's a lot easier. <laughs> Just put it in, put the water, in, push a button, in, and it. beep when it's finished. It's all good. So hit, it, hit that supermarket after the afternoon rush when you start seeing the stickers. Like I said, you'll see the 15, 10, 20, 30% stickers first. A little bit later at night, you'll start to see that 50% sticker. Half price. That's when you start picking up. And if, if you play your cards right, say, for example, you don't want to cook, you just go there, you grab the 50% off bentos or whatever, and you're still saving lots of money. You know, you save half the money of going to a, more than half of going to like 7-Eleven or whatever. And like I said, we're, we're we're not talking about healthy eating and diets, but the majority of stuff you can get at a Japanese supermarket is relatively healthy. So you're, you're pretty safe. And uh, what I would usually do is I, I'd go get the meat. I'd have the rice cooking at home. I'd go grab like some chicken or some fish and then just, you know, 50% off, 30% off, anything that saves some money. And maybe you buy enough to cover your dinner and your breakfast in the morning or, or your leftovers you can pack up for lunch, which leads me to the second actual recommendation. When you're working, you need to be bringing your lunch. You need to get one of those little plastic cute bento things and throw some junk in that bento. Because just just that amount of saving alone, say you work five days a week. Um, I would say average, if you didn't bring your lunch, you're gonna spend pretty close to, if you're not watching your change, watching your money, you spend pretty close to a thousand. That's 10 bucks. That's 50 bucks a week. You know, the Monday through Friday, not including the other days. So even if you weren't planning on saving money for it you know, for your, your savings, but you want to save money for beer and drinking and party on a weekend, that's 5,000 extra yen in your pocket, which means that's how many? Minimum 10 beers, which is a lot of beers. So you, you save 10 beers worth just bringing your lunch to to work. And if you include, like, in a normal day, let's just say a, a Monday through Friday schedule, which you probably won't have unless you work at a, a elementary or junior high, you're at a Kiowa conversation school you're gonna have some weird days you might have a Monday Tuesday off or Friday or like a Saturday Tuesday you know the longer you're there the better schedule you can get so bringing your lunch will save that money eating breakfast in the morning if you eat just you know a piece of toast or whatever to save that money and then dinner come home cook something most of the days you know you can also um another idea is to uh, you could buy tea and drinks at, you know, vending machines, but that's like 120 yen. So if you go to the supermarket, you can buy your drinks there, or you can make your own tea, bring your own thermos, and, and really start saving some serious dough. And the it, it doesn't really take much time. If you do that for a month or so, you end up starting to have, you know, 100,000, 200,000 yen in your savings. Which at that point, you could go back to normal eating as you normally would, living paycheck to paycheck. But you still got a couple grand in the bank, you know. Up to you. This is all kinds of variations you can do to this, this little uh, theory I got going. This little method, I guess you can call it. So yeah, uh, evening supermarket raids get those half fifty percent, thirty forty whatever percent off. Bring your lunch during the week. Um, try to eat home as much as possible. You know, especially for the the simple silly meals like breakfast. You know, get up, have a freaking sandwich or cook an egg. Eggs are dirt cheap. Cook an egg, have a piece of toast or, you know, whatever. If you're Australian, slap some Vegemite and butter on that stuff. If you're American, put some peanut butter or butter or whatever. You can save a lot of money doing that stuff. So those are two methods. Another way to save money is to hit up the, to buy seasonally. When you're in the supermarket, things can be expensive, but things can also be dirt cheap, depending on the time of the year. If it's strawberry season, strawberries are dirt cheap. If it's off-season, they're freaking expensive. goes for everything, vegetables. So try to buy in-season. Uh, some things are pretty much always on sale, like spinach, um, carrots, potatoes. Uh, what else? Uh, daikon. Stuff like that. It's pretty much always at a reasonable price, it's just um broccoli is always pretty cheap, asparagus is pretty cheap, so you can actually add that little bit of a vegetable slash healthy food into your diet to make it a little bit easier uh salad salad's pretty cheap it's not too uh unreasonable and uh yeah, so buy in season fruits especially you know it's me on season those things are dirt cheap if it's um Kaki or persimmon season, which the, the dreaded fruit, as me and Anthony call it, those things are dirt cheap. Well, People will probably give them to you, so yeah, it's pretty cool. And also, um, look for little farmers markets, or sometimes in your neighborhood, they'll have a like a, a truck that comes by, and people just you know, local farmers will sell their, their goods right there. I used to score like some um, Japanese pumpkins, kabocha, uh, daikon, potatoes, dirt, carrots. Oh, carrots are dirt cheap. So you can definitely get some bargains doing that as well. Okay. Uh, drinking. Unfortunately, beer is, is a pretty fixed price. So you can you, you will save a little bit if you, for example, you're getting ready to go out. You go to the supermarket, you buy a can of beer. It's going to be cheaper than the 500 yen in the store. I guess it'll be like 390, 380. So you'll save a little bit, which will help. So I, I definitely recommend picking up, if you're going to go to a club and you want to save a little bit money that night, pick up a can or whatever your whatever your poison is, you know, a bottle of whiskey or whatever, it doesn't matter, you're just on the way, because you can drink in the street, you know, you can ride your bicycle and drink a beer or whatever, it's, that's what's cool about Japan, because at the bars, it's going to be minimum 500 for like a draft. If you get any fancy beers, it's probably 700 700 possibly 800 Depending on the establishment you go to, it's not going to be cheaper, that's for sure. And if it is, you probably don't want to drink that shit. (laughs) Uh, Saving money, not buying quote unquote beer, but buying haposhu, which we talk about many times, which is a kind of a a beer type drink. And it it basically is a malt beverage, and it tastes close enough to beer. And especially these days, you can save. It's about, used to be like almost half the price of beer, but now it's getting closer, depending on the. The quality of the actual Hubble shoe you buy. Okay, so what else? How else can you save money? Some some methods, um, to my madness, is when you get paid once a month, and that's really hard for an American. We're used to getting paid every two weeks, sometimes weekly. If you're a waiter, you used to get money every night, so it's hard to adjust to that weekly schedule, and especially when you're, um, when you are, uh, what do you call it? When you're new there, you might have to go one month and a half without actually seeing a uh, a paycheck. Sorry, I'm a little bit distracted looking at something here. Yeah, you might go a month and a half, possibly even two, without seeing a full paycheck, which sucks. So if you don't come with a little bit of money to Japan, you're, you're in for a rude awakening. So you definitely need to follow this advice to save money. And... um. I lost my train of thought. Yeah. So um, when you get paid, just, just think of four, four weeks quadrants. When, when you get paid, everybody wants to go out drinking because they did. They didn't make it to the end. And the last week they didn't have any money. So they stayed home and did nothing for the last week or so, possibly 10 days to two weeks, depending how, how much control you have on your finances. So what I recommend is the first week, week and a half or two, play it cool. Use these tips. Bring your lunch. Eat at home. Don't go out. And if you do, don't go crazy. Buy that beer before. Nurse your beer. Have fun. I mean, you're going to have fun. There's chicks, there's dudes, depending if you're girl or guy. You know, there's loud, there's music. It's all good fun. If you're going out to eat and stuff like that, it's a different story. You're going to be spending money, but if you're going to a bar and you know dancing, just hanging out, you don't have to drink as much as you normally would to have fun. Or just skip the first week. Payday week, skip it. Every night someone has a day off. You know, usually you're alternating schedule, so it doesn't matter Monday through Sunday. Somebody's gonna have that next day off and they're wanna go out and gonna gonna wanna go out and drink. And have fun or just hang out or do something. So you wanna what I would do is the first week or a week and a half. I try to go as long as possible without spending that money going out. That way, <laughs> paycheck, the paycheck is not not four weeks away. It's more like three, two and a half weeks away. So it's it's much easier to make it through that through that long four week period, which it can be an eternity. The first couple months I I was in Japan, I was like. Wow, there's 10 more days and I don't have anything. But luckily I had some food at the house. Literally, I did not have anything. I went to work. I had to bring my own water or tea. If I didn't bring my lunch, I wasn't eating. I would go back home and eat. So eat lunch or breakfast or lunch right before I work. Go to work, do my time. And if I brought lunch, I'd eat it. If not, I'd just have to wait and then make it. And sometimes I'd actually run into the supermarket and go get some samples, or the department store get some samples of you know peanuts or cookies or whatever they're giving away. That's another tip for saving money. <laughs> so, yeah, try to um try to think about it as as like four week. You know, you got four weeks. First week after payday, people are gonna want to go out payday. It's gonna be hard to to resist this, but try or maybe you'll you'll skip the second week of going out so first week go out and have fun enjoy spend a little money second week or third week skip that way at least one of those weeks you're not going out you're, you're skipping or if you are you're really being frugal or catchy in japanese as you would say okay so that's that's my advice on that point of view um let's see what else oh another thing to do is uh this is i got from my friend mike he used to, every day when he came home, he wouldn't, he wasn't trying to save money, but his way of saving money, he wouldn't splurge, but you know, it wasn't really his goal to save a lot of money. But what he would do is every night he'd have an old sake carton, they, you know, like shochu or sake, they have in a carton sometimes. So he would cut the top off of it, clean it out, of course. And every night he grabbed grab whatever change is in his pocket and dump it in there. So it could be 500 yen, 100 yen, 10 yens, five yens, one yen, doesn't matter. He would grab that change every night, drop it in there, not use it. Then he would use the paper bills during the day, drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it during the week. So he always had a lot of change. And, the change. and change in Japan is awesome. So 500 yen coin is five bucks. That buys a beer and an onigiri or some tea and an onigiri. That's a lot of, that goes far. You can go to the 100 yen supermarket, which is another tip I'll talk about. Go to the 100 yen supermarket and, you know, splurge on 500 yen. So just imagine every day you're going to work, you got your 1,000 yen, you you know, you get a little bento, a little onigiri, some tea. You got two, 300 yen left, you just, 150, whatever, you just dump it in that carton or any kind of container. And then every day you're doing that. So by the, you know, when it comes down to the last week, say hypothetically you are broke, you got a big freaking container full of change that you've done 20 something days or, you know, 25 days, 23 days or 20 days. So you're not broke. And I think this is an awesome system. And I have another friend that he would only keep the 500 yen coins. He'd go to the, the... 100 yen store the dollar store He buy this thing this this piggy bank that was designed for you to put 500 yen coins in and he would just put those in there and save that way so that's another way to save but it doesn't matter what you use you can use an old uh an old cup coffee mug whatever just a, a good way is you go out you know, you ate breakfast at home. You decide I'm too lazy to bring my lunch. I'm gonna go eat, you know, hotomoto or hokohokote bento for like three 400 yen. You get your change back later on. You bought a tea. Then by the end of the day, you got a couple hundred yen you Dump it in there. So 200 yen, let's just say 200 yen. 200 yen times 20. Let me do some math here. How much is that gonna be? Let's do a little hypothetical math. Let's just say for 20 days, Times two hundred yen is two bucks. What is called two bucks? That's you know just two hundred yen. That's forty dollars. Forty dollars, so four thousand yen. Let's say four thousand yen. You got the last week. You're broke. You spent all your money, but you got four thousand yen worth of change. You are styling. You can literally for the last week living off of four thousand yen. As long as you're not going out drinking and stuff like that, is there's no problem whatsoever. But let's say hypothetically that one night, you know, you, you know, you got like a 500 here, 500 there, then you're getting to the point where you almost got 10,000 yen in in change. So going to work, you know, during that last week when everyone else is broke, you know, you see people starting to bring sandwiches at work because they don't have any money then, you know, you're doing pretty good, yeah? You're doing really, really good. Okay, let's see what's next on the old list of money-saving tips, tricks, and hacks for life in Japan. Uh, even um, visiting Japan or living in Japan, actually, these things will definitely work. Okay, so next on the list is... Hmm, let's see, where, where did I leave off? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, wholesale markets. If you're anywhere near Costco, highly recommend that you pay a little bit of money for that, that yearly, the annual membership and you'll have the ability to actually buy things in bulk. Previously in Japan, there wasn't much bulk food, but recently it's a little bit more than usual. And and most of the stores out there will have bundles of things that you can buy but Costco is definitely high on the list. Another one is Mr. Max. Mr. Max is kind of my my uh go to cheap uh department department store. I guess department it has a little bit of everything. And they have a little food section that has some bulk stuff like you know uh bulk boxes of curries, some pastas, rice, uh alcohol, and you and uh snacks, definitely snacks, sodas, teas. So kinda of stuff like that. You don't necessarily see much refrigerated or frozen stuff except ice cream maybe. But uh, you know, dry goods, you'll definitely see a lot of that. So hit hit up the Costco's, the Mr. Max's, and um there's some some other ones that I can't think max value and you know, every town has their own and you'll definitely find it. If you don't somebody doesn't tell you, you might stumble on it by yourself. Another teacher will probably tell you. Also, um, the dollar uh stores have a little food section, and there's also 100 yen supermarkets, which majority of the things are, are 100 yen. and You know, small portions, so it's a good thing. But uh, some things are, you know, a little bit more than, than a dollar, but everything in there is pretty cheap and small portions, especially near universities. There's always one ar- around there, definitely. Okay. Next, um... I thought of this, it just came out of the the blue. I don't know where it came from, but I was, I don't know where I read it or my wife's friend was telling me that, I think it was my wife's friend. She actually is the coupon queen, but not not the paper coupons. She's she's the digital coupon queen. Every time she wants to go out, I think she's on like a a mailing list or online, the application for uh, messaging and calling. It's L I N E. I think it's by Neighbor. Uh, there's an English version and a Japanese version, but Lion's really popular in Japan and parts of Asia. But you can subscribe to coupons McDonald's. Uh, I don't know who else does. I guess probably the usual Yoshinoya uh, and whatever. Um, those kind of places they'll give they have coupons for free burgers, free fries, or discounted stuff. So she's the queen, and not not just you know um fast food joints but also uh hip and cool restaurants we went to this one place that she had a coupon we just flashed the the qr code which is the funky looking barcode the modern barcode i guess you call it and uh the place basically they cooked your steak on a burning hot freaking rock you know right they took the rock out of the fire put it had it on the table and then cooked the little pieces of steak for you on the rock and it was freaking awesome and kind of cool cool hip kind of joint but she had a coupon for that place as well so she's the coupon master and the interesting thing interesting thing is she works like three jobs she has a full-time job then she does uh i guess bartending slash bar backing at a a snack and then some other job she does as well so she's and then she still goes out and parties, so she's busy. I don't think she's the type of person that can't not be busy. So, pretty funny. But check, make sure you get coupons. Um, especially like I think McDonald's has an app, and you know probably Moss Burger. And, and I haven't checked Moss Burger recently, but definitely McDonald's and other places like that will have apps, and you'll see them advertise. You just snap a picture of the QR code, and it'll launch you to the store. And you just download it, and just make sure you check it and you get some pretty good deals at the old uh, fast food joints and some of the more hip restaurants are doing campaigns, they call it like that. So pretty cool. That's another way to save some cash. Okay, what else we got here? Oh, 100 yen stores, 100 yen supermarkets. I used to make this mean dish. I'd get some this kind of grat, gratin type sauce. <laughs> I'd get some penne pasta and i get some Chicken nuggets and some Tabasco sauce. And I made the meanest freaking pasta dish with chicken nuggets and that sauce, and the thing was awesome tasting. I, of course, whatever that that gratin or cheesy Alfredo type sauce, so whatever it was, I don't even remember what it was, but it wasn't it wasn't designed to necessarily do what I did with it. But that stuff was awesome, and that was three hundred yen flat, no tax. So, 100 yen for the pasta, 100 yen for the chicken, 100 yen for that sauce. And it made pretty much two... I usually stretch it into two meals, so 150 yen meal. that That's being catchy. And saving some cash. Okay, what else we got here? Oh, 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 Tony, Anthony the Crank. His wife and him, they're pretty good with the old point cards. Basically, supermarkets... Stores, restaurants will have point cards. You know, the same thing in most countries. You go there a certain amount of times and you start to get free meals. So, you'll like some people have point cards from every stupid thing. I would have point cards from every electronic store. Best Enki, Yodobashi camera applied. You know, that was, that was my poison. But I think it was Tony Anthony's wife. Pretty sure it was her. She had a point card for every damn place under the sun. And also, my other friend's wife did too, I remember now. 007 his wife definitely was a, a point card person not quite a master of it but I think I believe it was Anthony's wife who was the master she had a point card for every freaking place under the sun whenever they went someplace bam point car you know eventually those things start giving you discounts and give you free free meals so it's, it's pretty or free things I should say so pretty cool uh, that's another thing you gotta look at make sure you get the point cards the digital coupons the point cards they definitely, uh, you know, preferred customers, long time customers. You start to get better and better service. Sabesu is like free stuff. So, pretty cool. Uh, next thing, let's see. Oh, one of the oldest tricks in the books for you all, English teachers. Uh, in Japan, you have a salary and then you have travel expenses, which are not together. So, what you do, what you have to do is you. You go get your takey, or your, your monthly train pass, bus pass, whatever it is, whatever form of transportation, if you're lucky enough or unlucky enough to have to travel far on trains or buses. I had to get a little drink. Hold on. So you get your takey. And, um, let me tell you, that the first, first place I lived was in Okayama City. And I, to get to work, there was a, uh, uh, Streetcar, Roman Roman Densha, they call it. You know, one of those Seattle-style streetcars. I guess there's only a few cities left in in Japan with them. But Okayama is one of them. So we'd walk down, walk down the mansion, go down the elevator, jump on the streetcar, ride it all the way to to the station, right in front of the station. Then you know, the, my office was right there. Took freaking twenty minutes at least. The waiting and the stopping at the lights and all that stuff it was fun first couple of times but then my coworkers, i noticed that they're not riding this train and i'm and they're like eric did you buy your takey i said yes they're like did you xerox it and give it the staff xerox it and you know all that jazz yep okay you know what you gotta do you gotta go over to the store right there and buy a used bicycle and uh, from now on, don't buy the ticket again. You just saved, your, you just got an extra. I think it was either 10,000 or that one wasn't that expensive. I think it was like eight to 10,000. So an extra 80 to a hundred bucks a month that I wouldn't have to spend if I rode my bicycle. And even walking, it wasn't even that far. Once once I got comfortable with the area, it wasn't that bad. So what I did was I went over to a used bike shop and bought a 6,000 yen bicycle and a little 100 yen lock, 200 yen lock, or whatever, a cheap piece of junk. And uh, from then on, I had that $100 every month put into the, the savings account, which I didn't use to buy the ticket. So that's a pretty good thing. And the cool thing is, another time, I actually got transferred to another school, and what I, what I would do is I would do train that trolley to the station station to the other station and then I'd have to take a bus so that's um it ended up being like 250 bucks a month for tickets for my the monthly tickets so what I ended up doing was there's no way getting around the the middle train part but the first part would be instead of the, the street car the street train the Roman densha I would ride my bicycle to the station lock it up catch the train when I got there Initially, I would ride the the bus, but then I, after a while, I found out that they had an underground bike parking that was free, and and lit and well organized. So, all you had to do was just register your your bike one time. I don't know if you had to register. No, you didn't have to register. You registered the bike shop. You just you couldn't park it above ground, but the underground parking was awesome. It had like ramps that you could just walk up, and and uh, it was it was awesome. So I was like, wait a minute here. If I buy myself another cheap bike in the other city, if so I spent five thousand yen on a, on, a, on a used bike, so I had a bike in each city, and the bus was about eighty bucks, the trolley was about eighty bucks, so that was one hundred sixty dollars or 16,000 16, yen in my pocket again. It's kind of the oldest trick in the book for people to to uh, and even the Japanese people do it too. They all my students would tell me. Or another example is instead of getting a train pass, first time you get the train pass, and after that you just go get a bus pass, and the bus is usually cheaper. Of course it takes longer, but uh, if you do want to take the bus, or you get that train pass, you give it to the staff, they write down the information, and from then on you you decide if it's hot or rainy, you take the train, if not you, you cycle or you walk during the cool in the winter. No big deal. You know, whenever you don't want to. And even once in a while, if you're really late, you just take a taxi for 500, 600 yen. But you still, in, in the long run, you still end up saving money on and by getting that little bit of extra money from travel. It's kind of a, an unwritten rule. You don't talk about it with your the staff. They know what's going on. And it's just, you know, oh, another way to make a little bit extra money that's not taxed. So that's kind of cool. I don't think it's taxed. Yeah, I don't think it's taxed. So that, I mean, some people would have an extra 250 bucks. I used to know this one guy who would ride his, he would, he had a really nice mountain bike with some street city slicker tires on it. And he would just every morning have a, you know, relatively decent sized backpack. He put his suit in there, pack it nicely so it wouldn't get wrinkled. Rain, summer, sleet, shine. He would ride every day from his house all the way to work. And uh, he worked downtown, so there's there's always a, a bathroom in the big department store buildings that you can go in there and change. Or some people w- would have gym memberships and they would just go into the gym locker. They're, you can always find up somewhere to change. The school usually didn't like you coming in looking all bummy. They, they kind of wanted you to walk in the door with your uniform on. But some of the schools were on in high rises. So you just go to the floor below, go in the bathroom, do the quick change especially in the summer. The winter's not so bad, but in the summer definitely you need to be changed or the rain, et cetera. So there's all kinds of little tricks, tips and tricks to actually saving money, getting that travel pass. Or some people would live far away when they first got there, get the travel pass. Then they'd move closer. <laughs> so they'd have that extra 100, 200 yen. I mean, not, not yen, extra 100, $200. So 10,000, 20,000 yen, and they could and then they would move closer where they didn't even need transportation. And of course, you're not you try as long as possible. You're not going to tell people. I knew people for years who had like a couple hundred bucks coming in every month for transportation that they never needed. So that's another way. So pretty cool. Let's see. I have down here on a note: Tsukiya and Yoshinoya. tsukia and Yoshinoya kind of like the the beef bowl. They're the um, the don't. Gyu is meat and don is like a, a bowl, or don booty is a bowl of rice with, with something some, on top. Asukia so, and Yoshinoya are kind of famous for the gyu don bowls, but uh, Sukiya actually has a bigger menu. They have curries and and uh, uh, hamburgers, steak kind of sets. They got all kinds of stuff, but it's really cheap, really fast. They have a complimentary tea, which is usually mugicha. cha which is, uh, I guess, barley tea, which is, I like it. I like it a lot. So you can go in there, free drinks. You buy a, a bowl for, like, I think it's as cheap as 290 to 300 yen for the small one, which is pretty good. And I used to watch this show in, on a Japanese TV show where they would try for a month they gave to see how much they could save. So one guy would go in there. He'd buy the big one, the the old Mori bowl, which had a whole bunch of meat and a whole bunch of rice, and he would just divide it up. And which you can actually do. Or you you, you go there, get the bowl for four hundred, five hundred, the bigger one. Then you have vegetables from the supermarket, you boil those up at your house, and you know, split it up a little bit and you got two meals for a relatively cheap price. So there's lots of things you can do. Especially with those those places where you want a nice, fast, hot meal that's relatively healthy. I mean, it's it's beef with onions and rice. And they have you know, you can buy sides so that you can get some Nobody does, but you could. They have what do they have? There? They have a uh, pickled ginger and pickled daikon, I think. So there is a little bit of vegetable stuff you could actually do if you really, really wanted to. But bargains, you know, like the cheapest one, I'm pretty sure it's 290 yen for a, bowl, uh, a decent size. It's small by Western standards, but Japanese standards, it's not that small. Uh, gyudon bowl, so pretty good place to go, I think. And um, let's see. I mentioned earlier about joining the gym to find a place to change clothes and not. But actually, saving money, I think you don't have to join the gym. Every city I've lived in in Japan had some kind of sports park. When I lived in Okayama, I, I lived next to the Undo Koen. And Undo's exercise, Koen is park. Had, a, you know, had some pull-up bars and, you know, sit-up places and a, a running path. Then when i lived in fukuoka i lived next to ohori park which had a a huge walking path and and um there's nishi which is a big hill which had a little bit of um, a path that had obstacle courses and you know pull up bars chin up bars sit up places you can find some definitely find some places to do some exercises and not spend any money you can do the push-ups sit-ups at your house or anywhere and and for God's sake, when you live in Japan, you are going to be doing a lot of walking up and down stairs, going to the station, escalators, riding your bicycle. So you're going to get more ex- exercise than you normally would. At least most people I know. When they first come to Japan, if they they usually end up losing weight. Because you walk more, there's less. Um, the meals are, are usually... Smaller size, less calories, a little bit healthier, usually. I don't think I've known that many people who really blew up and got fat. Most people ended up initially losing a little weight because of the extra exercise. A little bit different eating habits. And, you know, the portions are way smaller than they are in the United States, that's for sure. I have one more thought. But it totally, totally slipped my mind. <laughs> so... I think I'm going to end the podcast on that note. I want to thank everybody for listening to the Japan podcast, formerly known as T-E-I-J-G. I hope you enjoyed the interview last week with Anthony. He was back on the, on the podcast. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. It's about halfway through. I think it's like the 28 or 30 minute mark. You can check it out. Um, we have a Patreon campaign going on. If you head on over to teijg.com that's T E I J G.com. You can pledge like a dollar. 50 cents per show, whatever you want. And you can support us by hitting us up on the Patreon link, which is on the site. Um, What else? Contact us. If you have any questions about living, working, visiting Japan, Uh, you can hit us up at ETT808 at gmail.com. That's E-T-T-808 at gmail.com. We Anthony and I do plan to get back on a regularly scheduled podcast. Uh, I will. I'm trying to do it every week, at least three times a month. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to get him on the call at least once a month or twice a month, if not every episode. And I think we've kind of figured out the time. That's good. If his schedule stays the way it is, you know, it'll be Thursday evening for me, but it's Friday morning for him, which he has the day off. So if we time it perfectly, I think we'll be able to at least get an update or possibly even do a full show with him. If not, you know, I'm going to try to get at least 15, 20 minutes out of him if, if we can't get the whole show out. So I think that'll be good. And I have a couple ideas for some people I want to interview. And uh, I'll keep you posted on that and, and I'll let you know what happens with those. But anyways, it was good talking to you guys. Uh, we'll see you probably next week. I had to do a little business trip. So might not actually be next week. might be a little bit like 10 days from now. But just keep subscribed. We're on Stitcher. We're on the iTunes. We're on Pocket Cast. Anywhere you think you can get a podcast, we're probably there. And just head on over to TEIJG.com. On the right side, you can see the links for subscriptions. And we're good to go. So thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Sayonara.